Welcome to the Fitz Group Podcast for its members and our community at large. Our desire is to create a connection with our audience, communicate through seasons of transition, and empower you to make your business all you dreamed it would be. Join us now for the next episode of the story that will be told with our hosts, Fitz and Heather. Hey, welcome back. (laughs) So if you're just joining us, you are joining us in part three of a series that we've been working on. Uh, the series is Seven Qualities of Master Achievers by Brian Tracy that mm-hmm. Fitz and Heather stole from Brian Tracy. Uh, we're relating his uh, material, but but commentating based on how it applies to our business and our industry. Uh, if you've missed the first two, I encourage you just pause this, go back and watch the first two first. Um, but it, if you don't watch them in order, it's not a big deal, right? Number one is they are ambitious. The first quality of a master achiever, according to Brian Tracy, is they are ambitious. Number two, they are courageous. Number three, they are committed. Number four, they are professional. Number five, they are prepared. So today we're going to cover six and seven and land this plane. Number six, they are continuous learners. Mm-hmm. We talk a lot about this. Mm. I mean, if you've been around any length of time, we talk a lot about a growth mindset. <laughs> um, you know, and I, I think that it's, I apply a lot of this to the way that I raise my kids. Like when they face a problem, I want them to look for a way around it. And to me, that is kind of the concept behind being a continuous learner. And because you find the solutions to your problems in, in experiences of other people, which is why books are so important, you know, you find them by choosing to look for them. That's a growth mentality to recognize that there is a solution to the problems that we face. Um, you find them, of course, by nowadays, I mean, infor- we're in the information age. Oh, my gosh. So, you know, podcasts and books and articles and magazines, and there's just so many ways, you know, there's preachers out there. There's um, even, I mean, everything from now, like the Brian Tracy's of the world and the John Maxwell's, there's just information everywhere. Mm for you to grow. The problem usually is, is we need that perfect word at the perfect time. Mm-hmm. Like we're looking for the solution to the problem that we have. And, and a lot of times the reason we've got to be continuous learners is, is we, it's, it's like we're gathering information for when we face a problem. Um, and so we want to always be in the pursuit of growth in a growth mindset. How can I grow through this when i think of continuous learning i think of um the difference between ignorant and stupid right and i I've, i joke often it's i'm working through this uh, self-help group and everything that i, I can't stand stupid people but I, oftentimes i do stupid things so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not casting stones I, i'm in that moment that i do something stupid I, I i don't like me either okay so i'm it's it's i'm included in that group but the difference between ignorance and stupid ignorant is when you don't know something right and I don't hold that against somebody, but because just because you're ignorant of the speed limit doesn't mean that you won't get pulled over and given a ticket if you're speeding, right? right? But, but once you now know something, it's, it's imperative that you do something with it. And, and when you don't, that makes you stupid, I think. Mm. That makes me, when I, when I know what to do, I know the truth, but I choose to ignore it and do something different anyway, mm-hmm. I, that's in that moment, I, I, I will say, that was stupid. 
right? Or maybe, yeah, maybe a less offensive word is foolish, right? I mean, that is such a true statement, what you're yeah. saying. Potato, when potato. Know better. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, just yesterday, I was, uh, I was getting up, and uh, now that we're Integrity Partners, one of the things, one of the, I mean, I see it as awesome. One of the things I get to take advantage of is what they call this life council. And once a month, uh, they, the, the kings of the life insurance industry, in my opinion, get together and they talk about kind of the state of the union of, of integrity marketing and where we're at. Uh, and then it is um, a focus on a carrier, a specific carrier, and the carrier is talking about their product or the changes that they're making or whatever. And then, and then you get to hear uh, a, a partner spotlight. So you get to hear from, you know, a new partner that came on board. And, and I was coming to you the other day, like, you know, it's, how many of us listen to conference calls and love all the conference calls we listen to? None of us. All, a lot of us listen to the calls and we go, oh, another call. I got to listen to this. And it's a Zoom call, so you know I'm going to check email, right? But <laughs> I really enjoy these calls. And I told you that yesterday. I said, I, I really enjoy this. It, I mean, sitting and studying life insurance can sound a bit boring, but I feel like the people I'm listening to talk about it are titans in the industry. I feel like I'm the little kid sitting at the kids' table at Thanksgiving dinner. I get to now listen to the adults talk and what they're talking about, and I feel so good about it. I come out of there, and I've always got something that I got from that call, and I can go apply. And you said, that's just, that's just sort of you, and you read to one of our friends as well. The two of you are just like that. You, you love gathering information and then doing something with it like, and, and, and sharing it with other people and how it can impact them. And I said, yeah, if we could just figure out how that could actually help us. And you're like, uh, look around. It's, it's done pretty good for us. <laughs> right? I was like, oh, I guess so. So being a continuous learner, I don't know if that was something that's just been drilled in my head since I was young or if it's just something I just naturally inside me I love to do. But I love to read. I love to learn. Um, I was talking to my friend Adam the other day, and he's like, how, how many books a, a year are you still reading? I was like, I still read 100. He said, do you keep a track? I said, I don't. But, man, it, I mean... If it's not 100, it's really dang close. But, but the more I read, the more I find that, that, that there are a lot of overlaps out there and, and people who are, who are writing books or people who are creating a video podcast that's regurgitating something Brian Tracy said. A lot of it's just, it's, it, it kind of gets repetitive. But when you, when you soak in that material, what happens at that point is you start finding the little things, the little nuances that somebody else added to this material that can help you. Right. And so uh, initially you're just trying to soak as much as you can and, and, and then eventually you get full and now you're looking for how did they put it that I can apply or, you know, mm -hmm. now that I've heard that, <clears throat> is there somebody in my life that that can apply to? And it's like you said, I mean, we've done a podcast on the, the books and the videos and, and, and uh, podcasts and CDs and MP3s and all these you know, seminars and meetings and all that sort of stuff. But uh, I'm, I was glad to read that Brian Tracy said one of those traits of master achievers is continuous learners. And I feel like all of the people that I would put in that category of master achievers are, are definitely continuous learners. Mm -hmm. You know, they always say uh, uh, every leader is a reader, but not necessarily every reader is a leader. But definitely every leader I know reads mm -hmm. a lot. So that was number six. They are continuous learners. Number seven, they are responsible. Responsible. I... I feel like we live in a day and age where responsibility is almost a cuss word. Hmm. It's almost a swear word in some ways. Like, I feel like, um, you know, it's, it's the constant, I didn't do it. That, it was them. That's not my fault. I didn't do that. I feel like it's, a, it's, it's really prevalent. You know, uh, we, didn't, we didn't do that. So it, it's got to be that person that did it. And, and I think that um, it's really sobering to, to review these notes from Brian Tracy and go, okay, I, 
I have to take responsibility 100% of the time for me. Mm-hmm. For me and the things I do, I can't take responsibility for what the world does, but I can take responsibility for what I do and how I choose to react to the world. Mm-hmm. You've been talking a lot about this lately. Well, I think it's also, I think it's a freeing concept mm. as well, because it, like he says, you are the president of your own life. Mm. So that does mean, like you're saying, sometimes we have to stop and take, we got to feel the pain or the regret of a decision that we made. But it also means that I get to decide where I go from here. Mm. And I, I don't know why to me that is, that is freeing because I don't, um, I think it's just really easy that we are subconsciously lying to ourselves that we don't have the control of our future. Hmm. I understand that there are always outside things that are going to happen. You get, you, I mean, as some of you listening to my voice have had unexpected diagnoses, you know, that there, there are things you get an unexpected, unexpected loss of a loved one. Hmm. Um, there's always things that we cannot control that are going to come in and be like a wrecking ball into what the direction we think we're going. But even when that happens, just like you just said, we are still president of our lives. We choose how we respond to that. We choose the direction that we want to go. We choose the people that we're going to trust their guidance and their experience. We choose the books we're going to listen to. Mm. We choose the way we're going to spend our time. We choose how we spend our money. Mm. We choose how we treat other people. And then I go to bed at night sleeping well, knowing that I'm doing my best to make the best choices I can make. Mm. They may not always be perfect, but I'm doing my best and that I know that if I didn't get something quite right yesterday, I've got the opportunity to get it right tomorrow. Mm. And that, I don't know, that, that's why I think I've, it's, it's actually to me, I agree with you, but the people who are not living and owning the responsibility of their own lives are actually living a very like caged, unfree life Mm. in my opinion. They're very um, unhappy underneath it all. And I think that the reality is that the, again, I talk about my kids a lot because I'm in this stage with my, my children, but it's like, I, I want more than anything for them to understand this, this. This is why they have to be responsible for their own lives because it's a freeing way to live life, yeah. to know that I have the choice to go from here where I want to go. And... um it's the reason why, though, when you begin to live that way, that the rest of these principles are so important. It's why you've got to be a continuous learner, because I'm responsible for the choices I make tomorrow, so I better be learning about what is best for me to do. You know, it's why I need to choose to live my life as an ambitious server of other people. You know, it's, I mean, all of these things, I can't remember them all. It's why I need to be professional and be prepared. And um, I'm going back through them and forgetting them. And I'm sure you're going to recap them for me (laughs) in two seconds. But this is why those things matter because we are the president of our own lives. Now, just this morning, I was listening to a John Maxwell podcast and uh, Mark Cole, who's the CEO of John Maxwell Companies, uh, was commenting on something. And the, the, the talk was uh, John Maxwell was talking about why his, how and why his life has compounded. Um, and it's by empowering leaders. Ultimately, but Mark Cole was saying, you know, people just think that when the opportunity rises, that's when I'll show up. He's like, no, that's when you'll show out. Right. At that point, what you've been 
doing leading up to that opportunity, that's when it's going to show up. That's when it's going to show up. Mm -hmm. You're not going to suddenly magically be great when the opportunity arises. It's the preparation leading up to it. And that's, that's your responsibility. Mm -hmm. Right. So, all right, to recap it, and I'm reading them so I don't forget them. Good job. <laughs> Number one, seven qualities of master achievers by Brian Tracy. Number one, they are ambitious. Number two, they are courageous. Number three, they are committed. Number four, they are professional. Number five, they are prepared. Number six, they are continuous learners. And number seven, they are responsible. We really do hope that this has blessed you and that you can do something with this to better your own life and get you further along your journey from your point A to your point B. Love you guys and we'll see you soon. Hey, now that you know, you, you know. know.